everything that you share, they're crafting into your vision of what retirement looks like and giving you advice that works specifically for you, not because there's some kind of hidden agenda on the side. There are many factors that contribute to success, skill, good work habits, positive mental attitude, and of course, proper planning. So let's head to the drafting table and get this retirement success blueprint underway with Michael Stewart of Crystal Lake Tax and Financial. I'm your co-host, Mark Killian. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another edition of the podcast. It is Retirement Success Blueprint with Michael Stewart from Crystal Lake Tax and Financial and myself talking investing, finance, and retirement. And our topic this week is who even needs a financial advisor? So we're going to toss out some categories and see if you might be in one of those and maybe what you should consider doing about that, if anything. So, Mike, what's going on, my friend? How are you? I am doing well. It was a good Super Bowl, so everything works out. Yeah, exactly. So we are dropping this one after Valentine's Day, so you're not going to be in any hot water, right? You you took care of uh, doing something nice for the missus? Always taking care of the ladies, yes. There you go. Fantastic. Well, we hope everybody had a great Valentine's Day as well, if you go in for that sort of thing. And like I said, we're going to get into some good conversation here about who even needs an advisor in a minute. But first, Mike, I don't know if you, I'm sure you did see this, but the IRS has discovered that they mailed out uh, letters with incorrect data to many households who received the prepaid payment on their child tax credit in 2021. Now, this could create some significant headaches for these families as they file their taxes this spring. But the IRS, here's the kicker, they're not even sure at this point how many families received the incorrect information. Not off to a good start. Yeah, no, and I'm chuckling just because, you know, as you know, in addition to doing financial planning and investment management, we have a tax practice and CPAs on staff here. And, you know, it's not surprising. I think that there was a Wall Street Journal article a couple of weeks ago, you know, and this this would have been in January of you know 2022, saying that the IRS still hasn't processed over 6 million tax returns from 2021. Yet here we are, you know, several weeks into 2022 tax season. Um, so, you know, so for them to kind of, you know, kick out some letters and not even know how many they have that doesn't really surprise me at all. And what you're referencing is what's called the advanced child care tax credit. And what that is, is, you know, it used to be if you had a child under 17, then, you know, you get X amount of dollars on your tax return when you file as a credit for them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's a direct credit, I mean, dollar for dollar tax savings, not just reducing your taxable income. And what they did, it used to get that when you filed your tax return, you know, so that would kind of boost your refund or minimize how much you owed in taxes. Right. Uh, And then what they did under just with kind of COVID and all the stimulus and all that stuff was last July of 2021, they started sending up to $300 a month checks to families that they thought would qualify for it. So, you know, but how do you know when you file your taxes, how much you got versus how much you were supposed to? Well, the IRS is going to send you out a letter, right? Well, we just found out is, you know, what was sent in the letter. We don't know if it's accurate. And not only is it accurate, they don't know how many letters are inaccurate and why that's a problem for taxpayers is that when you go to e-file your return, you know, to turn it in, if those numbers don't match, they could either hold your refund or reject your return. So, you know, it's going to turn into a a kind of a nightmare, kind of a headache. Most of our tax clients are, you know, most of their kids are older, college age, or, you know, full, full grown adults on their own. So it won't impact us nearly as much. Uh, But for, you know, the H&R blocks of the world, I'm sure it's going to be a big headache. Yeah. I was going to say, what do we even do? Like, so if you get one of these letters, 
uh, you know, is there any kind of indicator that maybe, you know, it could be correct or incorrect? Who do you even reach out to, especially if they don't know, right? If they're not even sure, I, I'm, yeah, it just sounds like a big mess. Yeah, yeah. Ideally, what, what you do is, you know, you um, put what's accurate on your return, you know, how much you did receive or supposed to receive, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's plus or minus what the letter says. Um, so even if their systems kind of kick it out, you know, eventually you would hope that, you know, the numbers, the right numbers get done, but you always want to report the accurate information uh, on your tax return. Yeah. I mean, I guess the easiest thing to identify for sure is if, like you said, if your kids are completely grown and you get one of these saying that you got a general tax credit, <laughs> then I guess, you know, you should reach out to your CPA or your tax professional and say, no, I don't think I was supposed to get this. So, uh, yeah, all right. Well, let's talk about who needs a financial advisor. Maybe that's a reason. <laughs> Maybe that's one reason right there, uh, the CPA side of things as well. So some people feel, Mike, that they'll save money by handling their investments themselves. The DIY movement has obviously been doing very well uh, the last 12 years, right? Because the market's done pretty well overall for the last 12 years. Uh, the last three for sure, right? 19, 20, 21, certainly very high up with the returns. 22 is off to a shaky start. We'll see how it plays out. But, you know, like anything, there's challenges that come with doing something yourself, no matter what project it might be. And so there's others that just, you know, don't know who to trust or who to turn to. So I've got some of these kind of statements about, you know, well, this is the reason why, or, or this is kind of a, maybe you fall into this category, basically, of why you might need to consider a financial professional. So we'll go through these and I'll let you give us your insight on it. Maybe you're a procrastinator for no other reason, Mike. You just don't do the things you know you need to do and you need that kick in the butt. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, and I, I love this topic, who even needs a financial advisor? Because it's true, not everybody needs a financial advisor. I mean, when, when we're sitting down, and then I'll answer this question for you, but the reason I like this topic is when we sit down with new clients and many of those clients are either approaching retirement or they're in retirement, uh, we basically say, you know, don't hire us because you think that our mutual fund is going to be your mutual fund, or, you know, we're going to pick the best stocks that are out there because it's all performance. We are more purpose-based and plan-based. So we're going to build a plan, a plan that basically shows you where your income is going to come from, show you, you know, where your how to mitigate taxes, how to reduce taxes, make sure your estate plan is together. So when you work with an advisor, a financial advisor, the key thing is the advisor means advice that you're getting financial planning advice. You're not just getting product. You can go out and buy stocks and bonds and mutual funds and things on your own. You don't need an advisor for that. What you need an advisor for is to put their arms around everything and corral it together. So, you know, so that's that's why I love this topic. So now go back to your question. Mm-hmm. You tend to be a procrastinator, need a kick in the butt. Absolutely. You know, so we we run two different ways with our clients when they come in and say, okay, if you need an advisor, you want some hand holding, then you know, for a one percent advisory fee, we'll manage the money, build the plan, you know, and give you accountability and oversight and all those things. The other side of it is if you don't need an advisor, but you do need a plan then we'll charge you X amount of dollars to actually build out a plan. But when we do that, we said, we're going to meet every other week for the next four weeks. And we're going to meet for about 90 minutes each time. And then at the end, and the end of that fourth meeting, you now have a plan. And the reason we do that is because if we don't, if we don't hold them accountable and don't have that oversight, that plan will never get built because life will happen. They'll come in, they won't come in. You know, it'll just kind of, it'll take us two years to build what should take two months. Uh, you know, so if you're a procrastinator, you need an advisor just to make sure you stay on track. 
All right. That's the first one. So if you find yourself in that category, could be a reason why you might need a financial advisor. Number two, Mike, you have no idea where to start. Many of us fall into this category when it comes to retirement planning. We can kind of keep the DIY thing as a bit of a theme, right? We're, we're a little bit younger. We're not quite at retirement age. Building the wealth is a little bit easier. Markets have been very favorable the last couple of years, but we're getting closer to retirement type of age where we're starting to think about it over 50. Typically, this kind of kicks in more in our thought process. And now I just, I got all this stuff and I don't know where to start. Yeah, we, we call it a financial junk drawer. You know, it's, you've spent 20, 30, 40 years accumulating. I've got these IRAs, these 401ks, these stocks, these bonds, these annuities, whatever they happen to be. So it's not uncommon for them to be like, okay, but I'm five, 10 years away from retirement or I'm in retirement. And I have no idea how this stuff works together. I just been buying stuff and saving my whole life. So that, you know, in our educational system doesn't really help with that. It doesn't actually teach people how to invest, nor does it teach them how to manage money. You know, so that's where a financial advisor can come in kind of, once again, kind of, you know, put everything on one sheet of paper and say, okay, here's what you own. Here's where you are. Here's where you say you want to go. Let's identify what gaps are in between. And then they can kind of put that plan together for you so you can, you can get on track if you're not already there or stay on track if you are. Yeah, we could have really rolled this next one right into that, that last one there, Mike, where you just don't know what you don't know. So you could, yeah, I've got the 401k thing done really well. I've, I've put plenty of money away or whatever, but I don't understand the social security aspect or right or whatever it might be. No, agreed. So, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So, you know, there's, and I've mentioned this, you know, over the last few years on the podcast sometimes, and, you know, we usually get a chuckle is that, you know, when I'm sitting down with clients, and I'll even tell them, you know, if we have a good relationship, I'll tell them this is I'm like, half the time I'm a financial planner. And the other half the time I'm a behavioral counselor, you know, because my job is to make sure that, you know, you don't get crazy risky when things are going really well, you know, because you don't, you know, fear of missing out kind of stuff, but you also don't panic when things aren't going well. So I've got to kind of walk down that path with you. So when you don't know what you don't know, um, Dalbar has a study they put out, they do kind of rolling 20 year returns, you know, what the markets have done and what individual retail investors have done. And what you would find is over the last 20 years, the stock markets averaged about 7%. And the average retail investor, the do-it-yourselfer has averaged 2%. And the reason why is that, you know, when things are going really good, they're buying at exactly the wrong time. They're overpaying for everything because it feels good. And on the other side of it, when things fall apart, when things start to sell, the first thing they do is panic and sell, you know, and then they'll get back in when things are higher and more comfortable later, but it's just the opposite of what you're supposed to do. So, you know, the big part of it is really on the behavioral side is because you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Well, and my fourth one here, really, you could kind of go back to the couple of these prior ones and say, it's about time. So if you have no idea where to start and you think, okay, well, I'm going to have to figure this out. I've got to spend some time learning this. I don't know what I don't know. So I've got to really dive in and learn some more things. Then it comes down to number four. Do you have the time to devote to the things that you need to? Or the better, maybe the better, bigger question is, do you even want to do that with your retirement time? Is that really how you want to spend, you know, your time in retirement is thinking about all these things? No, agreed. And, and a lot of our clients, you know, they have the, the, the education, the mental capacity to actually manage their own money. You sure. know? And, and if they wanted to dig in and roll up their sleeves and do this on a daily basis, I have no doubt that most of them could. But the reality, and you alluded to it, is that they say, you know what? I didn't save all these years to retire to be a full-time financial planner. I don't right. want to stare at screens all day and watch CNBC. Mike, I want to go spend time with my grandkids. I want to go volunteer at the church. I want to travel and I don't have to worry about what's going on with my money. That's why I pay you. 
You know, so it's it's for that peace of mind of just saying, hey, someone else is watching over this, so I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, what's my time worth to me, right? Mm-hmm. And as we get closer into retirement or into retirement, time becomes more valuable. That's the one thing we can't buy more of, right? I mean, well, I mean, I guess sort of we are living longer, but you get the idea. So uh, final one then. Okay, fine. Now I'm I'm kind of into this position. I've gone through these different things, but man, there's so much data, Mike. There's so much out there, so many conflicting opinions in the media, talking heads. I can Google something and get a million different things. Now I don't even know who to listen to. No, I agreed. And and I, I think that's a very astute point because you go through and you have to figure out that, you know, especially if the information is free then you're the product. You know, that's if you don't know how people are getting paid, they're getting paid off of you basically. And so, you know, when you Google something or you're listening to the radio show or, you know, or some guy getting interviewed on TV or something, it's they're pushing their own agenda and, you know, whatever it is that they want to sell, you know, so a guy that just manages bonds is going to tell you how great bonds are and how bad stocks are. And somebody that is a portfolio stock manager is going to tell you how great stocks are. Well, none of that, that's all noise to you because you just need what's appropriate for you. And that's where, you know, every, every time we do the podcast, every couple of weeks and every week on the radio show, we talk about, you know, so how do you avoid that noise? How do you kind of cut through all those conflicting opinions? You work with a fiduciary, somebody who has no conflict of interest, who you know legally, morally, ethically has to act in your best interest. And that way, when you're sitting across the table from them, everything that you share, they're crafting into your vision of what retirement looks like and giving you advice that works specifically for you, not because there's some kind of hidden agenda on the side. Yeah, I mean, and everybody does things in order to promote their business or service. And that's, you know, we all kind of understand that. But a lot of times if you think about these big talking heads, they might not have, they may have some really great ideas, but it is for a much broader, wider audience. And they're probably no longer active as far as dealing with people on a regular basis. Yes, you have a radio show and a podcast, but you are still sitting down, you're still doing continuing education and sitting down and and being in the trenches, so to speak, right? So it's finding the right person for you based on, you know, the needs that you have. So who needs a financial advisor? Well, several people do, many people do, and you may find yourself in one of those categories there. If you find that you might need one, well, then reach out and have a conversation with someone. As Mike said, who's a fiduciary who is going to be able to be the right fit for you. You can find him at crystallaketax.com. That's crystallaketax.com. And while you're there, if you'd like to send an email to the podcast, feel free to do so as well. You can also just, of course, send your emails and they all get answered. And sometimes we take those and use them here on the show. So we're going to do that with Tim in Chicago this week to wrap it up, Mike. He said, I'm a dentist and thinking about retiring in the next five years maybe less. I own my own building. So would I be better off to sell the building, invest the cash or try to sell the practice to someone else and then rent them the building? Yeah, Tim, and we're going to sound like a broken record on this. And, you know, and you're, I know you're regular, you've emailed in in the past on, you know, about different financial topics here. So you're regular here is uh, Tim, you know, be be a dentist, a doctor, a small business owner, or just somebody, you know, working in the machine shop. It comes down to having a plan. You know, why? So if we're going to sell the practice and keep the building, the answer is going to be why? Is it cash flow? Is it tax considerations? Is it because you want to leave a passive cash flowing asset, you know, to your kids, your grandkids, you know, down the road, you get income off of it now, they get to inherit it later, you know, maybe at a higher value. You know, should you, you know, keep practice because you want to work a few years, sell the building because now over the next five years or so, you can get some appreciation on those assets that maybe the, you know, you don't need the cash flow from the rent from the building. So there's a variety of different moving parts here. What it really comes down to is putting a plan in place. And, and you know, every time we do the podcast, we kind of talk about what a plan is 
and what a plan isn't. So Tim, I'm going to kind of walk you through that. So, you know, a lot of people have an investment plan and that's so whether they're doing it themselves and they've got that junk drawer that we talked about of, you know, investments, they've just accumulated stuff, but don't know how it works, or they're working with an advisor the last five, 10, 20 years, who's been great at accumulating things. But now that they're getting close to retirement, they're like, but they just want to keep talking about the stock market. They don't tell me where I'm getting my income or how I'm going to save money on taxes or how do I, what do I do about long-term care or my estate? So when we put a plan together and we call ours, like the namesake of the show, the Retirement Success Blueprint, it's got to have five core areas in it. So it's not just an investment plan. One, where's our retirement income coming from, right? How do we maximize Social Security, pensions, our investments for income? Because in retirement, income's the outcome. Second, how much risk should we take? only take as much as we need to achieve our goals. There's no sense or value in a scoreboard of, hey, we're, you know, we're trying to make more if that means we could lose more as well. Third, how do we mitigate taxes over our lifetime? How do we reduce the total amount of taxes? Four, if we had a healthcare event, needed long-term care, how would we pay for it? And fifth, do we have all the documents in place to leave the legacy that we want as far as our estate plan? So Tim, that's the really where you want to start. You want to sit down with either us or your advisor, whomever you're working with and say, you know what, does it make sense to keep the building, sell the building, sell the practice, not sell the practice? When do I retire? All of those should be built into where's your retirement income coming from? How much risk do you need to take? How do you reduce taxes in all those transactions? Are you okay from a healthcare perspective? And God forbid something were to happen, is your family going to be okay from an estate standpoint? So Tim, you know, that's where I would start with is get that plan together because that's going to be your blueprint, your roadmap going forward. All right. Thank you so much for submitting. Thanks for engaging with us here on the podcast and listening as well. So uh, we're going to wrap it up this week. Again, as always, if you've got questions, check with a qualified professional before you take any action. Stop by Mike's website, crystallaketax.com to get that ball rolling crystallaketax.com and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you like using to catch new episodes as they come out or listen to past episodes. And it is the Retirement Success Blueprint with Michael Stewart. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for hanging out, Mike. All right. Take care. I appreciate your time as always. We'll catch you a little bit later here on the show. You folks have a great day. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Lake Tax and Financial and Sound Income Strategies, LLC, are not associated entities. Crystal Lake Tax and Financial is a franchise of the Retirement Income Store. The Retirement Income Store and Sound Income Strategies, LLC, are associated entities.